0: do you have goals for your life do you want to grow in god join me as we deep dive into real and relevant strategies that ignite you to seek god and slay goals hey y'all get ready for a discussion about life business relationships and more all from a biblical perspective and i'm your host felicia l henry Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the podcast. We are knee deep in season two. And if you guys have not been listening to this season, we've had some really rich, amazing, dynamic conversations with faith-filled women. And today is going to be another amazing episode. So I am excited to um, introduce our guest for today, Miss Martina Davis. Martina, she is a businesswoman. She is a wife, a mother, so many things. And I connected with her over social media and I just, I don't even know how long I was following her brand. Um, But I'm like, yes, this is good stuff. So we need to get her on the podcast. And she was so gracious to come on and chat with us today. So Miss Martina, how are you? Hello, I am doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be a part of this. So thank you for the invite. Thank you. (laughs) Of course. So I always love talking to Kingdom Women. And one of the first questions I always ask when I'm talking to people is, Who are you, you know, we see people on social media, we see their bios, we get an idea of who we think people are but who is Martina Davis. Uh, What a a good question. and so, not, so I don't want to sum up the intro you just gave, so I'm going to say what comes to my mind. And the first thing that comes to mind is I am um, Yeshua's daughter, and Yeshua is Hebrew for Jesus, right? So I, I am God's daughter. I am um, the, the daughter of the most high and holy. I'm the daughter of a king, and I value that. I value my heavenly father. I value Messiah, his son. Um, and and ultimately, we're going to talk about business, we'll share my life on today, but it all comes down to that. I am his daughter um, who just truly has a heart for God. I'm just, I'm just truly passionate about him and I love him. And it's like, come on, God, let's do this. Let's do life. <laughs> let's do life. What's up? Give me the insight. Give me the plan. Can I get the wisdom to go with that? And boom. But ultimately, that's who I am. I am a believer and I'm passionate about my beliefs. I'm passionate about my faith and my relationship with my heavenly father. Yeah, that that's who I am. I love it. And you can even hear the passion as you're talking about um, your relationship with God. And so you sound very secure in your identity in Christ as his daughter. So talk to us before we really hop into the the real interview. Talk to mm-hmm. us about your faith journey. Like how did you get to this place where you were so, so secure in who you were in Christ and just strengthening your relationship with him? Yeah. So, all right. So here, here's my story. I've been in church all of my life all of my life, but I didn't get my own personal relationship with my heavenly father until I was about 15 and a half or 16 years old. Um, and I just remember at that time, even though I had a foundation, I say my foundation was in church, but even though I had an understanding of God and stuff like that, um, I wasn't a living a life. I was a very wild teenager just out there thinking she grown with my friends, drinking, partying, boyfriend, sexing, all of that. And I mean, to be honest, this, this might sound a little bad, but I came to God off a broken heart. Um, another little teenage boy had broken my heart. And I just remember being, um, I was literally, I, I, to be honest, I was feeling like the scum of the earth. And I was not about the enemy speaking to me this way. But I remember feeling like the scum of the earth. And I was in my bedroom and I was crying. I actually went under my bed. It's not like anybody else was in my room. But I went under my bed. And I was crying because I felt like crap. I felt like nobody valued me. I felt like nobody liked me. You know, then, you know, when you already down, then I got daddy issues coming to mind and just all these things. And I just remember crying. But I also remember Holy Spirit just speaking to me and say, this is not how it's supposed to be. And that caught my attention. And I was, I was, well, well, how is this supposed to be then? <laughs> and you know, from that moment is where I felt like, I mean, God is always there, He's He's always there. But it, that was like one of the first times in my teenage years where I heard him and I understood that he was speaking to me. And it was almost like when he said, and all he said was, This is not how it's supposed to be. And that spoke to me and that got me curious. Well, then how is this supposed to be? Because I'm certainly crying. I certainly don't like my life or myself. And, you know, from that moment is where I gained my personal relationship with God and I rededicated my life to him. And from that moment, he I just I became a whole new person, like a whole new teenager, a whole new young girl. And I went from not knowing my worth, not knowing my value, not even knowing what I was good at. And like you said, I I wasn't secure. I was not confident. I didn't know my identity. But when I, when I got into that relationship with my Heavenly Father and I learned how much he loved me and how much he values me and how he sees me and the purpose he put in me, it, it was a life changer. And even at 15 and a half or 16 years old, God's changed my life swiftly you know I had new friends um, started get started doing you know new things in high school started learning all my skill sets or my callings or just things that I was good at. I learned about my passions. I had a new way of talking and speaking and I was so bold. I was so 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 bold and that was something that was new for me because I, I was always a reserved quiet individual. so that's that's how I came to have my own relationship. With heavenly father because I've been in church all my life but my own personal relationship it, it came out of just just heartbreak and just feeling like crap and feeling like I had no value or no purpose or that, or that nobody cared about Martina and on that night as I'm crying under the bed God said no oh, I care about my daughter oh I care about you and at that moment is is when it just wouldn't change for me and I'm super grateful wow I'm super grateful for that and and that was just the beginning. And from there and on, of course, God continued to do so many things in my life where I knew it was him. I knew it was him. Couldn't give myself the credit. Couldn't give no one else the credit. And I am and I will always be grateful for what he has done and what he is going to do. Like, I, I'm grateful for the future. It hasn't even happened yet. So, yeah. <laughs> Listen, you're getting me stirred up over here. I'm like, oh my goodness, yes. But I think... What's so powerful about your story, I think a lot of people can relate to it where we find ourselves in this, this place of, it could be heartbreak or it could be something else where it's like, we don't have, or we don't know where else to turn to except but to God. And then it's in those moments because sometimes our lives get so noisy that we can't even hear what he's trying to say to us or see what he's trying to do. But Sometimes he has to strip things away from us and get us in this low place so he can let us know our true identity and, and steer us back on the right path and then begin to work on us and transform us. And so I think your story just is so powerful that people can relate to it. And even an encouragement for people that, you know, the heartbreak, the downtimes, it does not last forever. If you if you truly desire that relationship with God, he will be there He's literally waiting for us. To just come and give yeah. ourselves to him. So listen, yeah. let me, let me just <laughs> calm myself down over here. Right? I'm not even scared. I'm not even like, you know what? Thank you, God. Because I really don't know what my life would be like right now if if God hasn't had to intervened in my life, if I haven't chose chose him, if I haven't surrendered my heart and life to him. I, you know, my story would be so different so so different yeah it's wow yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) but talking about your story you know you talked about your transformation and at some point you you know you started a business so how did that even come about and talk to us about the businesses that you do have yeah, so I got into entrepreneurship, right? I got into business. I want to say maybe seven or eight years ago, and I got into it on an accident. So a little bit of back my about my background. I went to school to be a teacher, um, a high school history teacher at that. Um, I've always had a passion for teaching. Um, I wouldn't went to Bible college because I will. I just love to teach from the Word of God. But I just didn't feel led to go in that direction. So anyway. Um, Seven, eight years ago, I'm probably what I don't even know so many years into my marriage, I'm pregnant with my third daughter. And, like, to be honest, life was really tough. Finances were struggling. This just wasn't the life uh, that I thought, right? And you're young, you just you're like, oh, this is how my life's going to be. That was not my life. Uh, and at that time, you know, whenever things are really hard and they really suck, what do we do? How do we become? We become desperate. Um, for our heavenly father and so that's what i did i was desperate i was like god you gotta give me some insight you gotta tell me what to do i mean i got a good resume but i can't get a job nothing's flowing. like give me some direction give us some direction and at that time is where he just began to birth business into me and just give me different ideas and i'll never forget one morning i go i'm you know talking to god like okay Uh, you know thinking about an application i'm about to put in i'm like okay what's the move what's the insight? what we doing today god and I had my Bible and I felt him just say, go to your Bible. And I go to the Bible and I open the scriptures. And you know, you know, when God's dealing with you, you flipping through the page, like, all right, God, what you got for me? Like, I was hyped. I'm like, okay, God, you about to tell me what we're going to do. We're going to get out this financial rut. Like, let's go. So I'm, I'm flipping through the pages and I and I go to, um, I'm in a book of Proverbs, right? And so we all know the book of Proverbs is wisdom. So I'm like, okay, like I'm, I'm getting hyped. It's like, God is building me up. I'm like, yo, what is he about to say? So I can't remember what verse it was or what you know what scripture, but I opened a book of Proverbs and I read this verse and I read it and I'm like, uh, this don't sound like nothing like that pertaining with my life right now. And I said, in fact, it kind of sounds like something to do with business. And I at that time I had never looked at the Bible and related it to business in no way. Like I just, it's almost like I separated the two I just never thought about merging them or them coming together. But I read the scripture and I'm like, God, this sounds like a business. Uh, This ain't it, I must got the wrong page. And so I flip like a page or two over and I read another scripture. I'm like, all right, Lord, what's good? What you got? And there's another verse and it sounds like business. And I get frustrated, like mad, and I'm like, what? Like I need something to help us, Lord. Like we're not trying to stay where we're at in this position. And I, after having an attitude, you know, I just felt Him say, "Go, go, grab, grab your journals." I get my notebook, I get my pen, and I write down the scriptures. And I wish I still had that notebook, um, but I write them down. And as and writing is so prophetic. And as I'm writing, He just begins to give me these ideas. And in that season, it kept happening. During that time, he kept giving me ideas, you know, some were for events and some are things that haven't come to pass. Some are things that already happened and some are things that I'm working right now. But I just began to write it. And it was during that season where God gave me Shimi's Business. And he literally gave me that name from the Bible. And, and I'll share that with you real quick. Um, so at the time when God was revealing and giving so many ideas, uh, my goal was never to be an entrepreneur, never to be a business owner. I, I wanted to be a teacher, honestly. I just wanted to teach. And so as he's revealing um, and just giving me insight, uh, he gives me this idea about, you know, doing a business workshop. And without uh, giving a long, long story, um, previous, during this season, I had started like an online thrift store. I had, I had started my event planning and decor business. I was kind of doing those things on the side. Because as he was giving it to me, I'm one of those persons who just goes. So I was doing those things. And so during this time, I'm reading getting ideas. And so I'm in the Bible. And I'm like, all right, this business workshop was so dope, God. Like, this was so dope. And I'm like, I need a name. We need a name for this. Like, it, it was just so, so dope. I can't, it, it was just, it was so divine. And so I read in the Bible. And in Luke 2, 49, at the, at the end of that verse, it's, it's when Jesus, you know, um, when, when when his parents lost Jesus or they thought they lost him, but he was really um, in the church and they find him. And he says to them, did you not know I would be about my father's business? Like, did you not know that? And when I read that, I was like, ooh, about my father's business, about my father's business, I love that. So I write that down. Then I'm flipping through the pages again and I go to Proverbs, right? We all know about the virtuous woman. So I'm reading about her. And I, when, as I'm reading through it, I just see she, she, she. You keep seeing the word she. So I'm circled. I'm like, okay, how many she's is up in here? So I'm circling it and I'm reading. And before I know it, I have the name. She means business. And it was such a divine. I can't, I can't, the no, best way I can say it, it was just so divine. Like the joy I had, the It was like it was huge even in that moment seven plus years ago i didn't understand it but i was like yo this is something and i wrote the name down and then i would just see the colors right i'm such a a visual person and i just saw the colors and i knew god was giving it to me because at the time my favorite color was purple so if i was going (laughs) to choose my brand colors it would have been like purple right (laughs) And I just kept seeing this pink and this yellow. And there was a certain, they were bright. They were bold. It wasn't, you know what I mean? I just saw them. So I just wrote it down. Then he gave me the tagline for women who love God and who are all about their business. And I was like, I mean, he just gave me those three things in the beginning, but that was enough. That was enough for me to get started. And before I knew it, I was like, okay, I just started off with business workshops and I opened up I started an Instagram account and I would just share my journey as an entrepreneur and I, and I will encourage um, you know I was encouraging myself really but <laughs> end up encouraging you know you know women as they found my page and, and that's kind of how I got started and since that time till so now there's definitely been times where I quit like I completely quit. Um, there's been times where I offer different services, but now we are a sisterhood community for women who love God and who are all about their business. And it's just our goals and our heart desire to strengthen and help women to grow spiritually, personally, and professionally. So that was the long story of how that wow. started. <laughs> it's such a good story though and I love that you know well first one of the things you said you said writing is prophetic and I just wanted to highlight that because it really is even when we go to the scripture that says write the vision make it plain yeah I have notebooks of things that I wrote years ago and you forget about things but then when you go back and you read what you wrote some of those things like you mentioned some of those things I'm executing now, or some of those Mm -hmm. things have already come to pass. And it's like, wow, I I wrote this and I talked about this years ago. So I love that you said the writing is prophetic and just seeing the evolution of it, you know, the foundation of it being, you know, scriptural and uh, really being led by God. I think, um, you know, sometimes as believers, we We might be in a rush to kind of do things our own way or to go with our ideas instead of what God is really leading us to do. And so I think your story is just an an amazing example of what it looks like when you are really seeking God to figure out what is it that he really wants you to do and then taking what he gives you. You know, you said he only gave you those three things, but it was enough Mm -hmm. for you to take action and start working towards it like he's not going to give you the whole vision right all at once and so just seeing that you did that and where you are today I think it's amazing thank you oh God <laughs> got me the glory girl because <laughs> it has been a journey and <laughs> even you being honest and saying listen I quit I shut it all the way down oh, yes, I did <laughs> it, it gets like, yeah, it's like okay I'm not even I mean not even trying to do this anymore right so you talk a lot about doing business God's way so what does that really mean what does it mean to do business God's way Oh yeah. So doing business God's way, I mean, it's, it's okay. So it's real simple. And I'll say, well, I, well, to me, at least it's simple, but doing business God's way is, is leaving room in your business for the Holy spirit. You're leaving room for your helper, your comforter, your teacher, um, the one who's going to bring all things to remembrance. You're, you're leaving room in your business for the Holy spirit to do what the Holy spirit was created to do for you. Right. Um, doing business God's way is, you know, instead of you running your business based off of your own strength, your own thoughts or perceptions, um, instead of just you or you and your team executing, you are bringing Holy spirit. You're bringing God, you bring it all three of them, father, son, Holy spirit up in here with you. And you know, they become your business partners and you're like, okay, this is what I want to do. Now, which part did you give me? and How do we execute it? And which part is just me? because <laughs> that happens a lot too but it's it's really Long story short, is inviting them into this process. You know, when we accept Heavenly Father into our heart, right, we accept them into our life. And I think a lot of times we say, okay, God is with us for this, this, and this. But then we kind of just leave business to us, (laughs) right? You know, I say leave it to the professionals. And, you know, but God is the professional. He is the one who's giving you the business. He's the one who's giving you the vision, goals, and dream. So it's committing that what he gave you back to him. Back to him. Our foundation scripture is found in Proverbs chapter 16, 16, verse three. And it says, commit thy thoughts or commit thy works unto the Lord, and he will establish them. In some versions, it says, and he will bring the success. So doing business God's way is literally committing Committing that gift, that business, that brand, that ministry, whatever you put on your heart, you're committing it back unto Him and He will establish it. He will bring the success. You're saying, okay. Here you go with the gift you gave me. How do you want me to operate? How do you want me to execute? Like I'm waiting on your guidance. I'm waiting on your um, assistance. And and that's doing business God's way. It's, it's using wisdom. Um, and I love wisdom. I love learning about wisdom. I, I ask Heavenly Father for more and more. But one thing that I learned about wisdom, right? Because, you know, sometimes we get like really deep and there's nothing wrong with that. But one thing I learned about wisdom is that it's very practical it's very practical and to me it just seems like the wisest thing to include God in my business because he gave it to me and you heard my story the goal was never to be an entrepreneur a, a business what I was trying to be in somebody's classroom teaching history and I only chose history because I didn't like no other subject and so, <laughs> it wasn't like I've been passionate about it. I was like uh. Mm, okay, I'll choose history. I don't like math, reading, eh. you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's it's inviting your heavenly father um, into your business and just using wisdom and relying on him to execute. Yeah, that's so good. And I love how you put it committing the gift back to him because you're right. Ultimately we, We can't take credit for these ideas. We can't take credit for, you know, the vision. It's his vision that he gave to us that he wants us to execute. So like you said, just inviting him in to guide us I think it's so powerful and there's so much talk of business in the Bible. I don't think people really realize it, Yeah, (laughs) but the, the, the Bible talks about business a lot. So what are some of your maybe favorite business lessons or just business stories in the Bible? Oh my goodness. I feel like the way I'm like the way I'm created or the way I think. I, I really can almost read any part of the Bible and be like, oh, I can relate business to it. But there's an exodus. I feel like when you look at to Moses and the type of leader he was and when God was, when they were establishing the temple and the commandments and stuff like that, I see business in that. I see a lot of management. You learn about how to manage a company in there. Um, of course, in Genesis, when the, the story of Noah, that's the part where, where it's being obedient to the work, even when it doesn't make sense, because everyone else is saying, well, this is what you got to do to grow. This is what you got to do to survive. This is what you got to do. But Noah wouldn't listen to God, regardless of what people were saying. and He was obedient, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't easy. But the benefits right, of his obedience. We're here today because of Noah's obedience, because God was done with us. Mm. He was like, I'm good off of these people I created. So, you know, I learned obedience to him. Um, In the Gospels, I love the Gospels because I just, I, I get marketing vibes all from the Gospels. If you look at the life of Messiah, you look at his life and you, and you take what he did and apply that to your business and marketing you're going to be good. (laughs) You are going to be good. You know what I mean? If if it's not working, you're not doing it. (laughs) You're not doing what you're supposed to do. You're not being consistent or you're just not being faithful. Um, So those are just some. (laughs) Those are some. That's why I actually, I actually do business and Bible study. And I also have another company called the Bible brand because I want to, well, I kind of already do, but I want to talk more and teach more and train. I love teaching and training entrepreneurs but I love doing it from the bible mm-hmm. I love saying here's this bible story and and, and now I'm going to show you how we can relate this to business and apply wisdom and how you use it so you can be successful in your business and I, I love it. I'm passionate about it I told you I wanted to be a teacher I just <laughs> had to switch up what I was teaching what you were teaching right, right. <laughs> but yeah no like you said those are the Bible is just so full of stories about it business is. leadership management you know expertise. finances yes and even you know delegation when Moses yes. uh yes. with his father-in-law was telling him giving him instructions about how to delegate and Nehemiah that whole yeah that whole book oh my goodness about it's so much it's so good so listen business yeah. owners get into the Bible there's so much. Yeah richness in there and strategy that you can use to apply um, to your business. So we talked about your relationship with God. We talked about your business, but you're also a wife. You're also a mother, which I think are full-time jobs in and of themselves. So I think you're correct. I think you're correct on your thoughts. Yes. So tell us, like, (laughs) how are you able to And I I don't really like to say balance, but how are you able to just be present in all of the different roles that you that you operate in? Yeah, so I would definitely say it's not a balance, Um, at least for me, it's not Um, because there's never like a a even balance. Um, But I'm able to do it because I just rely on my Heavenly Father. His Holy Spirit empowers me. I'm, I'm expecting God to be like, okay, this is what you're doing for today. Um, so my, I look for directions and guidance from my heavenly father, because that's just how we roll. Okay. I don't know how everybody else do it, but I need, I need his, his intake. I need him to tell me what I'm doing because he knows best. I've tried it on my own and I still do here and there. And it ain't, it's not as good as when I just listen to him. So boom, that's number one. I'm relying on the Holy spirit. It empowers me. I need God's wisdom and his instructions. Um, another thing I, I had to learn to do was prioritize really prioritize um, and understanding, well, I'm about to go to another point, but prioritize. Long story short, um, I had a conversation with my husband cause he, I've been in entrepreneurship for a while. I've done event planning, online thrift store. I'm doing a community and business coaching now and some other cool things that will happen. But my husband always reminds me, you have to prioritize. Do you have time for your heavenly father? Do you have time for me and your family? Okay, once those things are good, then you can get to business. (laughs) So I had to learn to prioritize and, you know, having that that time with my Heavenly Father, having that time with my my husband and my family, and not just the family within my household, but outside um, to make sure I'm keeping up with them and living life and enjoying life with them. Um, And then I get to business. So it's a lot of prioritizing. Um, What else I do? I outsource. I've learned to outsource. It's helped me out so, so much. Um, even as we were, we were preparing for this podcast, you had, you know, gave me some information about my website. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I can go text my assistant real quick to help me. (laughs) Like, can you help me? Because I don't know why I paid the bill. I don't know why my website's like that. So, um, so yeah, I'm definitely outsourcing. And I've also, I've also learned, and I feel like this is a, like a, it's been a life journey for me, but I've been learning, um, That guy, he's like, he doesn't want us hustling to the Mm. point where we're overwhelmed and anxious. Like we might produce fruit out of that, but we're not producing good fruit. And then can you really enjoy your labor and the rewards of that fruit? Because you're so full of anxiety and being overwhelmed and overworked and ready for the next, ready for the next, ready for the next. So I had to learn and, and regardless of what I see or hear, I have to stay true to what I know. God ain't, is not expecting me to hustle that hard. Do I have to do work? Absolutely. Will I have to be faithful and committed and to show myself approved for what he has given me? Absolutely. But when you learn his way, his ways are just more gentle. They're more peaceful. Then Sometimes they're, they're more relaxed. I've been more relaxed. When I float with him, I'm, I'm just more relaxed. There's grace. There's less, there's no pressure. Like I realize, I'm even talking with my life coach, that I have put, so much pressure on myself. No one else gave me the pressure. I did, mm. so I had to learn to so just like, no, that pressure is not of God. Like, God doesn't have me on no time clock right now. He's not. He's not saying you got to, you know. Don't get me wrong. There are seasons where God's going to push you, get that, you know, press you, press you to get that oil flowing. But He's not. He doesn't have a time clock where I have to have all these tasks, and I and I got a lot. Why I got to have them all completed? When I, it's really, when I want them completed, did God tell me that I have to have it all done today by five o'clock, by six o'clock? Even in the workplace, I when, I, when I'm in the workplace, I, I have certain tasks that have to be done every day. When it's time to clock out, when it's all said and done, if it didn't get completed, you know what I do? I put those tasks on the list for tomorrow. So I had to learn like, okay, Martina, you didn't get everything done. There's another day. <laughs> There's another day. So just, it's, it's, it's a lot of personal development too, because it's a lot of personal development and just working on your mindset. Because a lot of times it's, it's our mindset that keeps us back or puts the pressure on us and stuff like that. So those are some of the things that I've, that I've done or what's been helping me to manage them all. And my husband, he plays a huge role. He play, you won't see him on my platform for Shimi's business or the Bible brand But he really helps like he really helps he encourages me he keeps me going sometimes he checks my work he'll keep the kids (laughs) uh you know i mean like get those kids keep them quiet (laughs) you know he'll do and he'll do that right as soon as he's coming in from work i'm like hon i got a live can you you know get them together and he'll do that so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of help from my husband and then even with my children i've just learned to include them in the process (laughs) because they I have five children they're always present they're always around (laughs) always so I've just learned to like include them so sometimes when I'm creating the content and stuff I'm like how does that look how does that look you know do you like what it says you know just kind of include them um so they won't feel left out or so they won't feel like I chose something over them Mm. and I you know and, and I and I can definitely admit that there was a time in the season where well, you know I chose my business over my husband, over my children, because I'm just like, this is what God gave me, right? Don't confuse what God gave you to that you cannot t- handle. Not handle your other responsibilities. You still gotta be wise with all of it, and so that's why again, prioritizing is definitely huge. But yeah, yeah, and I love that. Well, I just want to highlight more the whole idea of prioritizing and. Yeah you know, even for myself, you know, I've been in in the hustle culture, do not recommend. um, And like you said, (laughs) it's not, you know, you can produce fruit, but it's not going to be good fruit. And I can just see a difference from when I was in this hustle phase to where I am now, I'm still getting things done, but I just was talking to, or I posted that, you know, I don't rush anything anymore. You know, I'm not rushing the complete projects or rushing, to even, you know, be attached to my phone or respond to people. And there's just a level of peace when you're not in this this hustle, hustle, go, go, go phase. And that comes with, honestly, when I started just being more intentional about my relationship and prioritizing Mm
1: -hmm. my relationship
0: with God and spending time with him. And days are just better and easier when you... When you are connected to God, when you are seeking him, when you are following his lead and not trying to do things in your own strength and your own power. So I definitely, you know, agree with this whole um, having to prioritize, like prioritize your relationship. And then even before business, family, you know, sometimes that gets, gets lost in our culture and through social media you know, entrepreneurship is pushed so heavily, business is pushed so heavily. Mm
1: -hmm. And then,
0: like you said, sometimes the family gets neglected and God was the creator of family and He definitely wants us (laughs) wants that to be a priority in our lives. So you know, I just think you you've highlighted so many just amazing things today, hearing your journey, the wisdom that you've shared, the passion that you've shared for your business. It definitely just exudes as you are talking. And I hope that the people that are listening that they are encouraged they are inspired to just continue on in their own journey to not give up, to yeah. prioritize God in their life, their family, because there is a reward. Like you will reap a, a benefit. I think. I think you said there was benefits to obedience. So, yes. I. I'm. You know. I'm just gonna. I'm not even going to touch on anything else anymore because we could go on all day with this conversation. <laughs> With this conversation, but let the people know if you have anything coming up or how people can support or connect with you. Yeah. So, the best way to, I, I feel like I love Instagram. That's my favorite social media app. So, you can definitely follow me at um, She Means Business Co. You can also follow me at The Bible Brand. That's where I offer my business coaching, content creation, and social media management. Um, and then you can follow me on my personal account where I just you know, share my life or whatever is on my mind or whatever God is dealing with me uh, personally um, at Martina M. Davis. And then, yeah, if you follow me there, all my links and everything, are in all my bios to connect or to move forward. You can visit my website at shemeansbusinessco.com to learn more about our community. And uh, we're about to open re-enrollment soon. So we're definitely excited about that as we prepare. So yeah. Awesome. And we'll make sure we link all of that in the show notes, guys. Get connected. Get in the sisterhood. I had a Facebook group for Seek God's goals and I shut it down because it was, it's a lot to manage a community. Yes. And so kudos to you for uh, leading the community, get connected, get the resources that you need. And I just want to, again, thank you so much for coming on, sharing your story, your wisdom, your insight, and being a part of our podcast. It was, it's been such a pleasure absolutely thank you for having me Felicia I really enjoyed this thank you for tuning in to the Seek God Slay Goals podcast stay connected with us on Facebook and Instagram at Seek God Slay Goals